you? What can we do so that we can channel a higher realm? The advice for you today and for everybody is the ability to get out of the mm, head space, the mind that is cluttered, cluttered, and the word fuck is coming through, cluttered as fuck. Excusing the language, it must come through as it is a strong and powerful way to say what is going on in the brain. The brain is crazy and busy and the way to channel is to remove yourself from the brain and I am picturing now a curtain of like a theatre coming across and the brain being behind and the curtain opens to the other realms or the other side and when the construct of the brain is so busy as fuck the curtain is shut so to say so for someone wishing to uh, drop in and connect past that join point up to the levels as discussed before what we need to do is welcome to galactic guidance the show that channels the wisdom of beings from higher realms join us as we tap into the cosmic consciousness and receive messages of clear guidance to help us navigate our spiritual evolution on planet Earth. So sit back, relax, and let's connect into the higher frequency. Hello, everybody. So excited about this week's episode of Galactic Gardens. We have a brand new channel who I am introducing you to today. Her name is Michelle Saunderson. Michelle has a fascinating story. I've actually interviewed her on my other podcast as well. And I keep bringing her back because not only does she have a fascinating story, but she is an amazing, incredible, inspirational channel. So Michelle used to be a police officer and has since transitioned to becoming a intuitive energy healer who has a passion for raising the vibration of the planet and connecting people at a deep soul level. And as I was interviewing Michelle in one of my other podcasts, I learned that she actually channels and I put her on the spot and she channeled for us and it was absolutely phenomenal and the reason why it was so phenomenal was because it comes across as very very different to who Michelle is the sound is very different it's completely different it threw me by surprise because I personally know this amazing beautiful lady (laughs) (laughs) and so welcome Michelle Thank you for having me. And that's a lovely introduction. I really appreciate your kind words. And yeah, we've done this a couple of times now. And I love, I love it when people don't know, because it's something that I don't really put out there to the world that much. But Eleni has a little knack of bringing these gifts out in people and um, in making sure that that gets out to the world, even though sometimes it's a bit scary for the person that's doing it which I'd like to sort of touch on later in the podcast but yeah so thank you for pushing me out of my comfort zone and um yeah outing me in public which we sort of have a laugh about but it had to be done eventually you're welcome it's so funny because I have outed three people three Mm -hmm. channels like most people don't know three channels and yet I have outed (laughs) Three channels, Marcus Bird, Lisa Brandis, and now Michelle Saunderson. 
and they're all very different channels and that's what's so interesting about hearing the messages that come through from the other side. So, Michelle, for those of you, you know, for those people who haven't heard your story about how this came about in terms of how did you learn to channel, can you give us the story? Yeah, it was a gradual thing. As you said before to the listeners, I was a police officer for 23 years, full-time for most of that time and then part-time in the end. And I just gradually fell into my spiritual work and my intuition just came up little by little. It sort of didn't, it wasn't a big thing. I did have a bit of a spiritual awakening, which I won't go into because we'll hear more about the channeling, but that was how I found that I had spiritual gifts. And then from then on, I just followed my intuition. So everything I felt called to do I just say yes to even if I didn't know what it was and one thing just led to another and then the ultimate thing that happened I think was I think I said it in another podcast was I was sitting outside under the full moon doing some ceremony I didn't you know you're just doing what you think you should do um and I don't know I'm like sitting there like now what I'm in the gutter outside the front of my house in a cul-de-sac because I couldn't actually see the moon in my backyard the neighbors must be thinking oh my god that crazy woman is at it again and I'm over my little sage burning my intentions or whatever I was doing at the time and in my dressing gown because it was freezing. I remember the night thinking, now what? Like, what are you meant to do out here? Like, to sit under the moon and howl at it or what do you do? And I don't know. I just out of nowhere I started chanting and it was this really ancient sounding song or chant and it wasn't, it was quite, I didn't realise at the time it was channeling, but it was quite ancient and quite uh, like it would sort of give you goosebumps sound. Yeah, and after that, it just one thing led to another. I was doing intuitive, I still do them, intuitive energy healings in here, and I noticed that sound was wanting to come through more and more. And just as I got more confident and trusted myself more and more, it went from chanting to humming to sounds to actual light language, now I know, and then like full, once I let go enough, full messages were coming through in English, you know, like speaking where you could understand me. And it was a really bizarre way that it happened. But it just, yeah, over time. And I didn't even know I could, I didn't even know it was channeling to start with. Had no idea. None. What did you think? Did you think you were just going a bit mad or did you think you were making it up? Yeah, I thought I was just making it up. I thought it was just something that I was humming or the noises were just part of my healing. But I did come across another channel. It's funny how, how many people know channels. I was at a business course with actually with Francesca Moy, who you know, and one of the, it was a small group and we all got to know what each other's business was. And this woman said to me, oh, yeah, I'm a spiritual coach and I, I'm a channel. And I was like, what? How, what are the chances? So I started watching her and I realised what was coming through me was very similar to what she was doing. And I'm like, oh, okay, maybe I'm actually channeling. And then when I saw her do it, I think it gave me either the indication of how to let it come through or what to expect when a channel comes through so that when it came through, I just went with it because I'd seen her do it and she was a lawyer. She was hanging in the washing out when hers first come through. It was crazy. So I've inter interviewed her on my podcast as well about might be another one for you to get on. But, yeah, she was a lawyer and hanging out washing and it came through for her and she hid it for five years or something out of fear of being ridicule ridiculed in a, you know, very professional job. And eventually she, like me, got out and said, okay, I can do this. And, and started doing it like publicly on like an open social Facebook social page. And then she would committed to doing it every Thursday. And then she would just be in the car park at like the back of the coals and she'd be in a car and she just like, it would just come on. Wow. So I realised from watching her and learning from her and she also did a couple of healings on me and I had guidance from her channel and that's how it all ended up 
you know, really coming to the forefront as the fact that I was channeling and then the rest I just taught myself. I love it. I love it. Every time I go out and it's a full moon, I always think about your full moon story. (laughs) It's funny. Every time, like I have this vision of you sitting in the gutter (laughs) with something over you and and you just start chanting because that always comes to me. So it's just fascinating that you just trusted yourself. You didn't really know what to do. You just knew that you had to do something something gave you the information to even go out there and do that mm-hmm. there was some sort of voice which you listened to which you may have thought was your own which said go outside it's a full moon do this ceremony and you just listened and the next thing you know you started chanting some language that you didn't even know and mm-hmm. it's really really fascinating Michelle that um you know you are channeling and you are now publicly doing it and it is it does take courage because it I know that you know the first time that you did it on that other podcast you were very nervous about doing it because it takes courage because you're putting yourself out there and potentially people could say she's just she's just making this up she's just doing it to get money you know Mm -hmm. like the the usual thing and so you have to like let all that go and know this is your truth and do it regardless and so it's really fascinating so tell me for those who are listening who are you channeling so I didn't actually know and I have a few that come through and I don't know if they're different channels because I'm very new to this And it's funny that you say do it for money because I don't actually do that many sessions. It's not even about the money. It's just like it comes to me and I sort of forced to do it because people keep hearing about it. Oh, can booking me? And I'm like, I don't really want to be doing this. I actually want to. I know. I had to persuade you to do it, but I'm I'm saying that's what people say, right? That's right. Oh, yeah. And if they say that, then I actually, it's not the people I don't know that I care about. I suppose it's the ones that I do know. But, yeah, I had many coming through and I'm very new into it and I didn't know if it was a different channel each time or just my voice was changing. I still don't really know. Uh, I actually got in trouble once from another healer channel of some sort. I can't remember what the story was, but I got in trouble because they kept saying I don't know and the message that came through was stop saying you don't know because you do know. So every time I say I don't know, I get that voice in my head saying you do know. But I I just went with it it's a message is a message and you asked me does it have a name I'm like I don't know and then when I did the channeling you said well who who are you and I just came out like um Ariel 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 I think there is an I think there was an archangel I think I looked into it later and there was one that I was Ariel or Uriel one of them um then I thought oh okay so we'll just go with that I don't know again I'm never knowing if it's me or if it's my brain or if it's the thing coming through but when it's coming through, I, it, 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 it's different for me. I go into this like a little bit of a um, different state because I can do it with my eyes open. I actually sometimes prefer because it's me talking because the weird voices that come through, that's a bit that I get nervous about and that's a bit I'm like, is this seriously, am I making this up, this silly, sounds like silly voices. Sometimes though it takes over and I can't actually stop it, particularly in a healing if it's dark and I'm doing a healing and I'm really in trance. It's I've had my mouth contorted where I've had saliva running out the side of my mouth and my hands are like contorted like ugh, like this. And it's okay because no one can see me in here. It's dark. The person's got their eyes shut. So that bit doesn't bother me. But I can feel the power of it and I cannot. I, I know I'm in control if I said enough's enough. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't feel like it was a 
you know, exorcism style thing where someone takes over your body, but it's that powerful that you literally cannot stop it. So I know the voices are not put on. When you first start, though, I find you have to start. So sometimes you start talking and your brain starts you off. So it comes in a little bit like, oh, is this partly me? Is it not me? And then as you drop into it, it seems to channel through a lot easier. But when I'm speaking with my eyes open, I find it easier because I'm not in my head as much. I'm like, I'm just talking. So I can talk and I often do things with my hands and move and things just drop in for me. And I see, I've always said to people, I can't see, I'm not a observant, I'm not see ghosts in the corner sort of uh, healer. I feel, I just know I can read people. But I realise I do see, it's just in my mind's eye. So it's often symbolism that comes through. More often than not, it's symbolism. I'll see something and it always seems to make sense to somebody. And I was like, okay, we'll just go with that. So when when it comes through, what you're saying is you're seeing, you're sometimes listening and hearing the words, but other times it's a symbol that you have to interpret. Is that right? Yeah. And it's off, it's like an analogy. So it comes through like I had one lady where I could see a bird cage. I'm like, I can see a cage and there's this bird and it's doing, and it just keeps coming back to the same theme. And then, and the theme evolves throughout the reading. And then at the end of that one in particular, it was a cage and there was a lock and all this stuff. I pulled a card. And again, I get messages, go pull a card. I actually got a message. I didn't listen to it because I was in a tease before we got here, but I set a cards on my, um, <clears throat> where I sit in their lounge and I just comes into my head. Like, I mean, maybe you need to pull a card, but I left that block of cards there, but it could be another one, but I just get a message, pull a card. I pulled the card and I'm not kidding you. It was a picture of a bird cage with a lock and a heart inside of it. Exactly what I was explaining to the woman was the same card. And also I've had things in healings where I've been talking about something quite distinct and literally I will pull a card and it will say the same words that I have been saying throughout the healing, like word for word. Like I should have been taking diary. I was a bit there taking journals of it. But now I just, every, every time I do it, I'm like, why is this still shocking me? Like why do I still yeah. get the magic away right yeah it never gets it never gets old absolutely all right so this is what I want to ask Michelle I want to ask um with regards to the channeling ever since you started channeling and you know you have access to this incredible galactic wisdom wisdom from other realms which is really kind of special how has this impacted your daily life it has because it gives me, like, actually, I, I say I can't channel for myself in saying that I do channel for myself, but it's not in the way that you would think. It's not like I sit down and go, okay, spirits, tell me everything I need to know. It doesn't work like that for me. But I do get very intuitive messages coming through that I can guide my life by. I don't always listen to them, Eleni. Quite regularly, I ignore them. But they're there. <laughs> um, and sometimes in other people's channels I can get messages and I know for a fact that's for me and sometimes in my channel they talk about me in the third person like this you know she should be listening to this too sort of feeling so yeah it's definitely really opened up my intuition and opened up my wisdom and ability to receive messages that was more closed off before it's fascinating you know the universe does that regardless as an example when I was a therapist and I was going through a particular something every client that week would be teaching me something about what I was going through as well. Like everything Mm -hmm. is a two way street. Like as an Mm -hmm. example, when I separated from my second husband, 
that week I got all my clients were like my second husband. Like they were all his story. So it was like, okay, I get it. I understand your yeah. story. Like I'm yeah. with you. I am compassionate towards your side, your story. I get it. And the universe did that, just gave me, okay, so here's some more Johns. Here's some more Johns. <laughs> so it's it's really fascinating that, you know, nothing is one way. Everything is two way. That no matter what, how you're helping your own clients, you're also getting help at the same time. So how do you actually put yourself in trance? So I'll often just say out loud, like I like to, would like to think that I get into absolute, you know, heart space, you know, receiving mode because in business sometimes you're in your head. We talked about that at the start before we got, got on here. So I like to think that I go into a meditation and I call it in and I do sacred space and all that. In ideal world, yes, that's how I like to do it. However, life gets the better of you sometimes. And I've literally had stuff go down where I've had a client walk in the door and I have literally just madly running around shoving food, trying to set the place up like two minutes before they get here, which is not ideal. But for some unbeknownst reason, I can drop in like instantly. It's really quite bizarre. It's just a decision? The decision. Yeah, it's a decision. I'm ready to receive. And I'll often say if nothing else, I'll say out loud, you know, I'm open channel to receive any messages for so-and-so today of a high vibration. So I'm protecting myself, knowing that it's coming through for the person's good. Sometimes you can do that in your head. But you're opening yourself. You're like, literally, I'm ready. When you're up, when you are, please come through. And if I shut my eyes, it just like drums. And if it doesn't come in straight away, I find like sound will help, like a singing or a chant or a just some sort of thing to put you in that flow state, which is where the, the humming and the chanting I think comes from is getting you into the flow state. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And out and, of your head. And that movement of energy out of mm. your body. So if it's okay with you, I would really love to ask a question um, mm-hmm. when you're ready to to start the process and then we can discuss it later. Sounds like a plan. All right. I did my little thing before, like pretty much saying, you know, I'm ready to, when I get on to, to receive any messages. So I'll just shut my eyes and we'll just go from there. So, yeah, just calling in any channels for the podcast today and knowing that anything that's coming through is it's pretty strong coming through already for our highest good and knowing that anything of this is a high frequency and a vibration only for the people listening today at home so yes hello and welcome (sighs) do we have a question for us today yes first of all can i just confirm who am i speaking to Ah, we have had this discussion previously as we are constantly arguing in our head as to the name, is it real, is it not real? And sometimes us humans, we like to put a construct around things to make them fit into our knowledge of a human brain and cell. So for our benefit, yes, we can name ourselves as before, as we said through Ariel, Uriel, however you wish to say. However, the name is actually not are so important in the nature of the channel. The name is given for you as a 
human to feel secure and safe in the knowledge that what is coming through is in your reality. However, it is not so much a name more than a frequency and a vibration that is coming through for you today, but for the uh, acknowledging of the uh, audience and yourself, we will actually say it is that Uriel, Ariel, Ariel. Okay, so is that the angelic realm? It is a archangel style of energy that is coming through with wisdom from the... Mm, mm, I'm getting levels above, many levels up, up above, of, of, of. The uh, human plane is here and then we step up into different planes and that realm of energy that is coming through today is mm, getting like four or five realms up from the uh, human context of the join, which is where we're at at the moment. So when we do channeling, the join is the spot where the human is coming and the channel will meet at the uh, the join point is that the term that's coming through today. The join point is that the, the baseline and then there are levels of consciousness up, up, up above, above that. So the picture that's coming through is approximately four or five levels above that join point. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. So for so many of us who want to channel, um, what can you suggest that we can possibly do in order to connect the way that Michelle is connecting to you? What can we do so that we can channel a higher realm? The advice for you today and for everybody is the ability to get out of the mm, headspace, the mind that is cluttered, cluttered, and the word fuck is coming through, cluttered as fuck. Excusing the language, it must come through as it is a strong and powerful way to say what is going on in the brain. The brain is crazy and busy and the way to channel is to remove yourself from the brain and I am picturing now a curtain of like a theatre coming across and the brain being mm, behind and the curtain opens to the other realms or the other side and when the construct of the brain is so busy as fuck, the curtain is shut, so to say. So for someone wishing to uh, drop in and connect past that join point up to the levels as discussed before, what we need to do is remove ourselves from our brain and our busyness and allow the curtain or opening which is the like the connection to the the source of what you're trying to connect with so allowing and allowing and allowing and allowing and allowing and allowing and receiving and receiving and receiving and receiving and the receiving needs to be done when our brain is not like that and there's some people that have that ability to switch that off 
this is what is happening today with Michelle who's had busy as fuck morning and coming through but has the ability to stop and open the curtain at a uh, at a request so to say but others may struggle with that and may be still in the head so it is a matter of practice and allowing and allowing and allowing and allowing for the brain to remove itself so that the frequencies and the again back to the theater a performance which is somewhat what this is can be seen when the curtain is open Mm, thank you okay I've got another question which is for many of us at the moment many of us light workers and many light workers who are watching this program almost like we're feeling like we're not getting fully utilized for the expansion of consciousness across the globe what is it that we can do to fully step into our mission work here on earth the mission again is back to the theater and the performance and i am picturing an audience in front of me now with the curtain open and the message coming through is that we need to that audience is the uh, the the potential hmm, clients or potential people that we are looking at uh, giving our services or healing to and the audience is the one that we need to connect to as healers the message that is coming through is that the ability to connect with that audience is the difference between uh, able to share the gifts of what you have versus the inability to mm, hide behind the curtain. So even though the curtain may be open and the uh, abilities of yourself are out in display and you have that ability to connect either channeling healing whichever modality that you are using if you are unable to actually connect with the people that are looking back at you you will not have the effect or the big uh, effects across this many people that that it cannot happen if you do not connect and the connection needs to be at a deeper soul level. The audience needs to feel you, see you, hear you, energetically know what you're about. And to do that, we must communicate at a level that the audience can respond to. What is happening with many healers is that they are coming in and connecting up to high and the audience is waiting for something but are unable to actually connect with that person because the communication, just as in channeling, is at a different frequency. So healers and intuitive light workers will uh, practice the ability to uh, connect at the level of the person they are wishing to affect. Mm. So you're almost saying that when we send our messages and give our messages to our audience, our frequency almost has to lower in order to connect to to the people listening. Is that what you're saying? 
Yes, because sometimes as this is going on, we are on a stage or sometimes even similar analogy would be a pedestal or mm, up higher to a degree. The person in the audience is looking up to you as being someone of influence or ability they do not have which actually is incorrect. But the person that is watching has that thought that hmm, this person is hmm, a stage. However, to get at their level, we need to remove ourselves off, ah, yes, the stage, meaning some hmm, ego, 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 hmm, ego, ego, ego can be a problem in some of these uh, aspects if we are on the pedestal and in ego and at me and on my gift and look at me and I the da 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 the connection will not be made so the biggest message here is for people that are wanting to connect is to remove themselves their ego from this take themselves off the stage and even I am picturing walking down amongst the audience getting through the crowd feeling touching seeing touching seeing feeling touching seeing feeling amongst the audience the effect that you will have with the audience if you are amongst them is far greater than with you up on the pedestal preaching or speaking at a level where they cannot actually understand the message that you are trying to portray. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. So before we bring Michelle back, is there one final message that you would like to share with us today? We are still stuck on the analogy of the theatre, the show, the fun and the hmm, excitement of a dramatic performance and the, the message coming through is that when we are on stage it should be a exciting and fun time and what is happening however is that we some are getting stage fright we are up on the stage and scared and frozen and feeling so mm, the question or the actual message is that this should actually be fun as the performer or the healer or the whatever you would call it is a very fun and actually very acclaimed uh, elite no yeah and that type of feeling is that you are gifted so that you need to use that gift instead of being scared of it and the way to do that is to one have some fun with the art of the healing or the thing that you are doing which it is like an art art your thing that you are doing that is an art and you should enjoy that and allow it to be who you are and also back to getting off the stage if you're off the stage and with the people the nerves disappear mm -hmm. so that is the main message that we would like to bring through today for listeners michelle you anybody that needs to hear this is beautiful off the stage yeah get off the stage Thank you so much. Oh, my God, this stuff is crazy. <laughs>
This is crazy. Like literally crazy. I like it never I can't even I can't even. Like it never fails to like shock me. Like I feel like crazy. It's not me. I cannot explain what's going on here. Do you see the analogies though? You can see the themes that come through. Yes. So it's an archangel that you're channeling. So that's what you're doing. I thought it was your spirit guide initially, but it's not. It's an archangel. So how fascinating that, you know, what she talked about was um, that when we're talking to our audience, so this message for lightworkers who are in this space where they want to fulfill their mission work and their purpose work and their passion work is that they've got to be relatable and they've got to be speaking in the language that people are understanding. Yeah. Yeah. They they cannot be speaking from above. They have to be speaking with. Yeah. And even if, you know, we have a frequency that maybe we've moved a little bit further along in the journey than the people we're speaking to because that always happens there's people Mm -hmm. ahead of us who are speaking to us we're Mm -hmm. speaking to them they're speaking to the next person that's part of the journey but we really need to be with them and not speak above them when when we're communicating and what she said was we're gonna have fun yeah which she said last time too Yeah, there's always lots of fun come through for me because I I am the main offender of not, you know, having, like making it all too serious. But yet your personality, Michelle, because I know you personally, is you are a fun person. Yeah, yeah, I am. You are a fun person, so that's who you are. But it's interesting that you allow, and not just you, all of us, we allow ourselves to to forget that part of us that's fun when we get caught in the dramas and the stresses and so on. But you are a fun person and so yeah. that fun element needs to be a part of your schedule. It does. And I actually had a, a, um, a Akashic Record reading and she said one of my purposes in my life was to bring joy and fun to people. So that's quite uh, amusing <laughs> that it's coming through fun, yeah, because sometimes when I get into work mode I just get really serious yeah. really quickly and it's just like I think my main issue is that I'm – I'm very good at both sides of my brain. Like I can nail process and systems and I can work really fast. I can multitask and do a million things at once on the computer and do all that. But I can also just as equally drop straight in and channel and do spiritual work. It's quite a bizarre experience to be able to do both. And my sister's like, oh, you're so lucky. Yes and no. Like sometimes it has its downfalls because if you're the master of all trades, like you just get burnt out. Yeah. And I, I sometimes thinks that that happens. Like if you're really good at just one thing, you just do that one thing. But when you're slipping and changing and you're really good at either thing, sometimes it, your little brain gets it's a bit too much and it can get yeah. a bit burnt out. So, so tell yeah. me about, you know, that time just then that you channeled. How, like, how did it feel for you? Was it like you were watching yourself? Was it like you were having an out-of-body experience? How did it actually feel? It's really bizarre because I can feel like it's it's me, but I can't get words. Like I, my human brain's knowing the word I want to say. You probably heard it a few times, and I I know the feeling of that word, what I'm trying to portray, but I don't have the words for it. So it's not. It's like my brain scrambles. Mm. It gets like mushy. It's like mushy, and then it just flows through. And that, at the end, like I always get to be like, whoa, what the heck just happened? 
and I get really thirsty, but it's because like, I know what's going on. I can feel it. And one part of my brain wants to step in and like a couple of times I wanted to step in, sort of stop the channel and say the word because I knew my brain would know the word if I actually switched my brain back on. But I switch it to mush mode. That's a new Mm. thing. Mush mode. And if it's mush mode, then scrambles it all up and lets whatever needs to come through, come through. And then you can bring it back. So sometimes mid-channel I can if I need to bring my brain back. I do. I can. Like if someone Mm. knocks at the door, you feel a bit woozy. But, yeah, you can. And I could have got those words. But I just knew that I was the channel was strong, and I didn't want to break the channel just to come up with the word to prove something. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's interesting. It's almost like a your ego knew the word and wanted to say the word, but you didn't allow your ego to do that, which is really courageous because you'd rather Mm. not have the word and be a clear channel. Yes, and it's a feeling. It's not actually a word. And I'm whatever it was. I can't remember the words. The gist of what I was saying I knew was getting the um, message across without saying the actual word, which, yeah, words are egos, I suppose, which is sort of what we touched on at the start too, I think. Yeah, yeah. Wow, what an incredible balancing act you've got, Michelle, in terms of these worlds and, you know, it's fascinating watching you and um, watching your journey. And is there anything else that you'd like to add? From no, just to thank you for like giving me the shove that I needed to to do this a bit more openly. I really do appreciate, it, even though it's put me a little in the uncomfortable zone. And I didn't actually book this one for ages. I did heaps of other podcasts with you, but I really put off booking the galactic one because I just other other podcasts you can touch on it, but it's not the main so show. <laughs> We're back to the bloody show. It's not the main event. But this one, like, oh, my God, people are going to be listening, wanting to hear an actual channel. And then the pressure, like, mounts up and you think, what if I'm shit? What if nothing comes through? What if they don't believe me? What if, what if, what if? So I didn't actually book it for ages. And it's funny because I did three podcasts with you and the last one you said, well, we'll just book it now. I was like, okay, let's just yeah. book it now. And you did it. And you did it. And did it. Yeah, that's courageous. Yeah. And you are courageous. So thank you for being courageous. Thank you for putting yourself out there and thank you for sharing these messages. In your mind, why is it important to share these messages from our out-of-world beings? Because I'm actually going to – that's funny. I've got an absolute brain blank. Um, I don't know if it's because I half want to channel and half want to speak. It's so bizarre because sometimes it can just come through when you're not asking it to come through. Um, So the importance of sharing this message is – I think to to show other people that it's okay to be themselves and embrace their gifts and talents, but also to uh, change the frequency as well. So every time I channel, it does a frequency thing that's coming out and touching you and whoever's listening, and that's ultimately changing the the frequency over the, the world. Mm-hmm. So every little bit is like a ripple effect. That's the feeling I'm getting. Again, it's like coming through pretty Beautiful. strong. But, yeah, it's like that ripple effect. So every time you do it, it's just like a little bit more. And our whole aim is for you and me as well is to, to raise the vibration of the planet. I love it. So, yeah. I love it. And so one final question that just came to me when you were saying that. So when you are having conversations, whether it's in work, during your retreats, you know, when you're doing a live or whenever, how much of it do you think is channeled and how much of it is is the personality, Michelle? I think it's more more than I actually think. And only when I'm now tapping into what it feels like channeling, when I can't speak quick enough to get the words out of my mouth, that's 
pretty much a sure, sure sign that it's coming through a channel. And I do notice my hands move a bit when I'm talking in a channel. Yeah, so I think people are often channeling when they don't realise they're channeling. Mm-hmm. It's coming through and they don't. it's not in the same thing that maybe I sound like or the other channels sound like, but it's their own way of channeling. So people saying, I can't channel, but you might be surprised that you can channel. Absolutely, because yeah. everything creative everything. is channeling because yeah. the ego can't think of anything brand new. So anything that we do that's creative has to be channeled. But I guess what when I say channeled, what I mean is mm. this, obvious kind of way of channeling that's you know overt as opposed to something comes to us and we think it's us but it's not really it's the quickness that the message I'm getting it's the far it's the quickness so if it's coming really really quick without you're like not really not like not letting your your brain having time to think about it that's that's a channeling message and quite regularly that will come and I'll be talking and I don't even I'm like sometimes I don't know where this is coming from but that I do you know Yeah. Wonderful. Mm. How wonderful, Michelle. And so in the show notes, if you want to connect in with Michelle, she does do readings and she does business coaching sessions too. Like, and she channels. I've had one, which is fantastic. So yeah, thoroughly recommend that you connect in with Michelle. So Michelle, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Thanks for tuning in to Galactic Guidance. We hope you loved it. And if you did, please subscribe to the podcast. And we would so love it if you also shared it with your friends. Until next time, remember to stay connected to your own inner guidance and trust the journey ahead.